Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back to another great episode of You Got This with your host Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. And we're going to talk to you today about rising up from your identity crisis. This is season three, episode 22, almost to the season finale, episode 24. So keep tuned in to what we want to say next. So in this week's topics about rise up from your identity crisis, we're going to talk about three different topics. One, admitting the identity issue. Two, discovering the exact cause of this identity issue. And three, healing and believing in your true identity and how you do that. So we're going to start off with topic number one, admitting your admitting the identity crisis. Yes, and you know we're going to give you some symptoms to discover how you know that. First Peter two nine says, "But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people." Isn't that awesome? God says you are His own special people. You're special to Him. You're chosen. Why would you want to believe anybody else is putting you down or even the voices in your head when God says you're special? You know, he says you're so special that even the hairs on your head are numbered. That is pretty awesome. So many people, okay, more than you might believe, deal with uh, low self-esteem, low self-worth, feel like they're just not valuable, that they're not worth anything. And the key to overcoming this is to allow the Lord to open your eyes to the truth of who you are and where those issues come from. So how do you know? How do you know you have low low self-esteem if you have uh, identity crisis issues? So first you need to admit that you have a problem. Then you need to discover what caused it. And we will talk about the cause in the next section. So if you're always putting yourself down, that's a big red flag right there. And so there's different symptoms, but you will know if you have low self-esteem and, and the signs, they fit into most of the time in these three categories. Yeah, one of which the victim, everyone is always against them. Two, the rebel, a defiant attitude. <clears throat> attitude. And three, the imposter, always trying to be a people pleaser, being what others want you to be. And these three different personas, they exhibit themselves in the following way. One, overriding feeling of inadequacy. Two, low self-confidence and self-worth. Three, feel unable or ill-equipped to cope with stressors. Three, generally concerned or uncertain about the world and people. Anxious and uh, anxious about the relationship with others. Poor decision-making skills and limited ability to choose quickly. Being overcritical of yourself and other people. And finally, Trying to portray yourself as overly confident to mask how you feel can be very controlling. When you're controlled, you do not get hurt. Always feeling, always afraid of being hurt. Yeah, so we have just a few more, but I want to talk about some of these first before we go on. Okay, overriding feeling of inadequacy. You kind of always feel like, oh, you never measure up. And then, oh, why should I even go try for that? I'm not going to get it anyway. Um, 
and oh, you know, I don't even deserve to be alive. Nothing ever goes right for me. I can't do anything right. Sound familiar? Have you heard that even if not in yourself from a lot of people? And you, you know, you don't feel like any of your relationships are going to work out, even if you have any. And then really, um, you don't even feel like going after them because you don't feel like they're going to like you anyway. Exactly. So, and, and all that has to try to please people other than trying to please them. Moving on, we've got perfectionism to the point of never being satisfied, strong desire to be alone and avoid social situations. Struggling to believe others and build strong relationships based on mutual trust and understanding. And finally, poor communication patterns that focus on other people's, other person's needs, wants, others more than your own. That's just what I was trying to talk about earlier. Why are you trying to please mankind when you should be pleasing God? He created you. Mankind had nothing to do with it. So why are you thinking other people are above you when you are a child of God? You are important. You should be trying to please the Father, not mankind. That's right. Stop trying to be what everybody else wants you to be and just be happy to be yourself. Be who you are. Don't try to put on this persona just for somebody else. Okay? Be who you are. And you are valuable, so valuable. The Lord died for you. So you can be with him in heaven for an eternity. That's forever and ever. Who on earth would do that for you? And he even did it while we were sinning against him, Romans 5, 8 says. That God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we should consider what he says about us more than what other people says. And stop trying to be what they want you to be. A simple example, someone who's always wanting to go out and party all the time. And, okay, I'm, I'm not criticizing anybody that does that, but personally, that's not me. Okay. And if you really don't want to do it and you really hate it, why do it? Or someone wants you to dress a certain way and you do it just to please them, but you really don't like it. It's not who you are. Okay, stop trying to be what others want you to be because that's not appreciating yourself. Part of growing stronger within is loving yourself, knowing you're loved by God, knowing who you belong to, and loving yourself just as you are. Whether you're too thin or whether you're overweight, who cares? It's the heart. It says that, I think it's in 1 Samuel chapter 15. It says, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Shouldn't we consider what he thinks about us first? If you begin to love who you are, then no matter what people say or don't say about you, it's not going to matter. If they don't like one of your posts, who cares? You're not putting that on there you're doing it inspired maybe to please the lord if the lord lays something on your heart but you do it as you're led to do it and not because you think a lot of other people are going to like it maybe if you put something on there to benefit somebody then that one even if it's just one person that needs to see that then that's all that matters because you got through to that person you are a vessel 
of God for this one person. Start loving yourself for who you are and stop trying to measure up to who everybody else because who are they anyway? Are they God? So why are you trying to measure up to them? Did they die for you? Moving on to topic number two, discovering the cause. Now that you have realized that you do have low self-esteem, you know how to discover what caused it. It can, it can bring uh, be it can be things that happen over time, over and over more, more recently in your adult years, or stemming from your childhood that you never got over. Regardless, it will be a thorn in your side. So so to speak, until until you deal with it and receive the healing that God wants to bestow on you. As he told to a, to the invalid book of John. Invalid. Huh? Invalid. Invalid. It all looks like invalid to me, but oh well. In the book of John, do you want to get well? Well, do you? Do you want that confidence that you are priceless and valuable to God, just as our main verse states? The first cause is Satan himself. He stole, his sole purpose is to destroy every, anything that God loves including us. Then heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come to salvation and the power and the kingdom of God and the authority of his Messiah for your for the accuser of our brothers and sister, who accuses them before God day and night, has been hurled down. Revelations twelve ten. Yes. So it's Satan who is the accuser of the brethren. It's Satan who comes to seal, kill, and destroy. And that means tear people down uh, emotionally, mentally, and even physically. Okay. We're given things by the Lord. And its fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control. So as in James says, every good and perfect gift is from above. While men have their own free will, yes, they do. Uh, but Satan will whisper into somebody's ear um, and to say something or do something. And it's that person's choice to act on it or not. So have you ever whispered in somebody's ear, you know, and, and, and wanted them to say something or do something and then they did it? Or maybe they didn't? Same way. It's our choice whether we own those thoughts that people are spewing out to us. And Satan is trying to put into our head at the same time. He's using somebody else to criticize you. And then sometimes it's because maybe they have some low self-esteem. And to make themselves feel good inside, they have to criticize somebody else. Um, because of their own low self-worth. We have to remember who we are in Christ. And sometimes these issues stem from way back. Sometimes maybe you were abused as a child. Sometimes maybe you didn't get the attention that you needed from your parents because, well, you had grew up in a dysfunctional family and they never had time. And so some of these causes, they come from different ways in different places. But you have to choose to own them or not and know who they're coming from. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Again, that says it in, in James. So he tempts people and he entices people to make the wrong choice and say the wrong thing. But you don't have to receive it. It says in either First or Second Corinthians that we take captive every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? Okay, does that thought line up with God and his fruit? 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control. Does it line up? He's forgiving. He's, he's compassionate. He's merciful. He's full of grace and understanding. Does it line up with him? If not, then trash that thought and replace it with something positive. You can train your brain to not accept those thoughts. So when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted by his own evil desires. He is lured away and enticed. Thereafter, desire has conceived and gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's fully grown, gives birth to death. James 1, 13 through 15. So he'll tempt people to say and do things. But it's still your own free will to say it or do it. If it isn't going to build anybody up, then zip it. Because what? purpose does it have and if it makes you feel good to put somebody down all the time then you still know you have a problem yeah it's all about learning to overcome and also moving on here he also puts thoughts into your mind thoughts that if you dwell on them will take you into a pit of depression despair and low self-worth don't fall for it you do not have to own those negative thoughts trash them for we, for we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the, the obedience of Christ. Second Corinthians 10, 3-5. For every good gift comes from above, as my lovely wife just said. So we're going to pick break here and play a song for Catching Crowns for Who Am I? And we'll be right back. Who am I that the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name Would care to feel my hurt Who am I That the bright and morning star Would choose to light the way For my ever-wandering heart Not because of who I am But because of what you've done not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling, Lord you catch me when I'm falling. I am your 
Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that song by Casting Crowns, Who Am I? We're going to move on and we're going to talk about some causes of the uh, identity issue. Note, in some cases in which you may have severe emotional issues such as depression and low self-worth, please do not hesitate to get medical help. Number one, most issues with self, low self-esteem and self-worth come from one, troubled childhood, dysfunctional family, and did not get much attention. 
Two, a lot of rejection. Three, bullying. Four, others critical of you a lot. Five, many failed relationships. Six, ongoing issues in life, job issues, things never working out, etc. And finally, post-trauma. And in the effects of low self-esteem, free anxiety, stress, loneliness, and increased likelihood of depression cause problems with friendships, romantic relationships, seriously impaired academic and job performance, leads to increased vulnerability to drugs and alcohol. So if some of these, now these aren't all of them, this is just some of them from the research we've done, that it should give you an idea, well, do I have these? Then you can also, when you're trying to discover if you have that problem and you want to go to God for healing, because he says you do not have it because you do not ask God, he is not going to force himself on anyone. That's why he gave us free will. But he wants you to reach out and he's gladly will want to heal you and walk you through that process. You know, that's part of the reason why he has, you know, died on a cross, arms wide open. It means he's always there for you. So, if you're not sure, go to him in prayer and ask him to help you, lead you, guide you, and confirm you. Go to your pastor and talk to him and say, hey, you know, I think I have an issue with this. And, and so some of these causes are some of the main ones, but they can be so many more. And trauma, past trauma, even like in your more recent years, you may have gone through you know, one tra traumatic event after another. And it can just really turn you and, and, and weigh on you. And it can be anything. It, it, it could be anything from any forms of abuse or, you know, something that happened um, and just kept happening over and over. Examine yourself if you have this issue. And if you know somebody that does, instead of getting mad at them, so now you might understand why they're being so critical of you, is maybe because they have this issue. So, you know, instead of fighting back, the Lord says you reap what you sow. You say, he says in his word in Romans, he says, you overcome evil with good. So what do you do for that person? You pray for them. You pray that God will open their eyes to their problems so he can heal them. That is the godly way of handling these things. Yeah. And which brings us to our final point, healing and believing in your true identity. Now that you have seen the signs or symptoms of low self-esteem and are going to the Lord to uh, to help reveal areas in your present or past life experiences that have aided or caused it, it is now time to be healed and receive the truth. The devil is the one who does not want you to believe that are you are a child of a king, royalty. The thief comes still, seek and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. John 10, 10. You find truth in the word, the truth about who you are to God. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. John 8, 3, uh, 32. So, it's the enemy who wants to destroy you. As Donnie said, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God wants to heal you. And he asked, the invalid in, in, in John that was had by the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. And he always had an excuse, right? He had an excuse. 
Stop making excuses and just go to God because you know what? If his arms work, even though my legs did, I'd be pulling myself. I wouldn't wait on somebody else. I'd be pulling myself to that pole to get in. Where there's a will, there's a way, and you have to want to. That's why he asked, do you want to get well? Maybe he's asking you that today. Do you want to become mentally and emotionally and spiritually strong? Do you want to heal from those things of your past that has caused the low self-esteem in you? Because, that, friends, that's not what he wants for you. You're a child of the king, and he wants you to believe in just how special you are, special enough that he died for you. That is pretty special. And reminding you of our opening verse, that you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. 1 Peter 2.9 You are a child of God, and he paid a hefty price to pay for your sins and all of mankind's sins. A very painful death of his one and only son, Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believe in him shall have eternal life. That is pretty special. You are loved and you are loved by him at all times. He loved you when he created you. He loved you when you sin and he still loves you even when you're not sinning. He loves you all the time. Right. I loved you with an everlasting love, therefore I have drawn you with loving kindness. Jeremiah 31.3 And another one, God demonstrates his own love for us while we are yet sinners. God died for us. Romans 5 eight. Not only that, he created a fashion your heart individually just for you. He fashioned their hearts individually. He considered all their works. Psalms 33.15 uh, even the hairs on your head are numbered. That's what my lovely wife said earlier. You are very special to God since he died for your sins. You, so you could have eternal home in heaven. That makes what he says about you count more than any woman, man or woman on earth. We, with the very people who sometimes criticize you, put you down, put you down, die for you. So why would you believe them over God? Nobody will put their life on the line for you except for God. So shrug off those comments and trash and trash them. Send them to hell where they came from because it is Satan who wants to take you down. He wants to send you into the pit of the spirit. Do not fall for it. Take every thought captive and believe in what God says about you. We demolish arguments and every and every pretension that that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. 2 Corinthians 10.5 And the next one, we so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives God. And God in them. 1 John 4.16 Once you get this, your confidence will be secure and you will be immovable. Yeah, think about all this that we had just told you in the podcast. If you suffer from any of this, Okay, even more than we talked about, you might want to seek some professional help from a Christian counselor. They're going to know all these verses that we have just told you and remind you that you are a child of God that is precious to you. I'm always reminded of myself that we're supposed to be of the world, but not in the world. So why should we care about what other people think of us? 
their their loss of the day is lost. So just remember that God loves you and He wants the best for you in every way possible. All you have to do is ask, reach out and ask for Him. Read the Bible. Go to church. Hang out with other like-minded individuals who knows how valuable you and them are. That's right. So I hope this has made you think a little bit. Or if you don't have that problem, you help to see that maybe someone you know does. And now instead of getting angry at them when they're being very critical, you have a little bit more understanding and you can pray for them instead. Because we don't know everything that every person has gone through. And so we have to just do as God tells us to do and just love on them. I hope that this has really blessed you uh, and we long to pray for you and answer your questions. So please go to our website at yournewlifeministries.org. This is the contact us page and put your questions in there and your prayer request. And we want to hear from you or just emails and say, hey, I listened to your show and I really like it. Just, you know, let us know. Hey, and I got a new book coming out. Finally, uh, it's Her Final Curtain. It's about an actress. And she lives the life of an actress. Will she discover the Lord before it's too late? You have to look for it and get the book to find out. Here's Donnie with some more updates. Yes, we're still trying to raise money for our Deep Waters Within TV series that we're in partnership with really Films on. So visit our GoFundMe page at Your New Life Ministries LLC on GoFundMe. Please, just uh, every little bit helps, no matter what amount, it will certainly be appreciated. And if you want to be in the show, we have some information on that, that a certain amount of money donated will go to production costs and maybe you'll be an extra in the shaver business. So reach out for that. And always, uh, don't forget to go f uh, follow us on Facebook because you'll see our, our new show, new episodes of different things we got going on, such as my lovely wife's minute message is on Facebook, as well as our other YouTube shows like Children's Corner and Talk Time, same being done. So you don't want to miss anything that we got going on within your New Life Ministries. Our job here is to share the message of God any way possible, and hopefully it inspires you and helps you grow in the life of Jesus Christ. But this world is a fallen world, and our, our, our only pathway is to heaven, is through Jesus Christ. We all want to go to heaven. Nobody wants to see anybody go to hell. And that's that's a basic truth. So in closing, always remember, you know you got this when you let God lead the way. I'll catch you later, guys. Bye-bye.